1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loving him was red. Taylor Swift,
2: Chiefs, Kelsey, Super Bowl. makes sense, right? Thanks to Joel for putting that together. I'm Josh Roundtree, Fan Evening Show. What's up? Good to be back on uh, with you here. It's uh, always fun to get to host the little uh, mini-marathon of the Fan Evening Show, so I'll be with you until 10.35 tonight. Um, That was it. The Chiefs, uh, Chiefs getting it done. Again. And I couldn't help, as the night went last night, and we do have some Steelers, well, semi-breaking news. The PM team just told you about it, the cuts the Steelers made today, but we'll get to that in a little bit, but... I think as you know, we look at this thing from a Steeler perspective, kind of a bummer, right? The Chiefs look like they are not going anywhere. They don't look like they're slipping. They don't, even after a year in which everybody thought this team's not what they used to be, they're not that good anymore. The receivers stink. Mahomes just doesn't have that chemistry factor. What happens? Mahomes, Andy Reid, and company are sitting there with the Lombardi Trophy as they fly back right now from fabulous Las Vegas to, well, not so fabulous Kansas City, but it's got to be feeling pretty good there in the Midwest right now. Fan text Line brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee. Unless we get money for you. Uh, you just can't count the Chiefs out, right? I, you you just can't count them out. As that game went on, I mean, you know, I was there at the Super Bowl party and and everyone's saying, like, man, this is this game's boring. This 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 first half stinks. And I kept saying, it's gonna open up in the second half. There's gonna be drama in this, and I just felt really, really strongly that Patrick Mahomes was going to do something big down the stretch to win the game. And I predicted the 49ers to win, but when the game started and it was so boring and the Chiefs fell behind by 10 points, I thought that's exactly where the Chiefs want them. That's where the Chiefs want to be. They they, they sort of lull you to sleep a little bit. You know, what happened the last time those two teams played in the Super Bowl. And it really lasted even longer than this one. Now, San Francisco in the fourth quarter with eight minutes to go thereabouts. A couple of years ago, they looked like they were going to win the game. Uh, but you can't count out Patrick Mahomes, the guy that wears 15 in red. Just he finds a way. And as you look at this from a Steelers standpoint, from a Pittsburgh standpoint, right now, this feels so very unconquerable for the Steelers, right? It just it it doesn't feel like the Steelers, even with a healthy TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick and Cam Hayward and you know. Alex Highsmith, and even if they get those guys back on defense, they lost like Holcomb and company, the middle linebackers, and maybe they, you know, boost some things at corner and get their defensive line a little bit better. And even offensively, if even if Kenny Pickett can take that that next step up, and if they add a little offensive talent and they bolster the offensive line, it it still feels like they're not going to beat the Chiefs. And you know, even when Brady. And the Patriots were doing their thing, right? When they were forming their dynasty. I never got the sense the Steelers didn't have a shot at maybe beating them. Now, there were a couple of years in there where maybe the Steelers weren't exactly, you know, up to the same level as the Patriots. Even with Ben Roethlisberger out there slinging it. But I always felt like the Steelers, they at least had that puncher's chance, right? With Ben going against Brady that maybe, despite really the the Patriots dominating the Steelers, there always felt like there was that opportunity for the Steelers to maybe surprise them that, that one time. Now, I don't see that for the Steelers. I don't see the puncher's chance even for the Steelers. And I certainly don't see a team that is really built to contend. I don't see a group... And a roster that, you know, really, all things considered, not a bad roster the Steelers have. There's some playmakers on offense. The defense has a guy that I think should have been the defensive player of the year on it. Got a great safety. Still a really, really good defensive lineman up front. A young, blossoming corner in Joey Porter Jr. There's a lot of elements that are there for the Steelers. The Chiefs last night played the best roster in the NFL. Top to bottom, Kansas City is the best roster, or uh, rather San Francisco is the best roster in the NFL. What they have on defense, and they did lose some guys like Greenlaw who popped his Achilles celebrating and running onto the field, which was bizarre and sucked. But all things considered, the Chiefs had the better roster of the two teams last night from top to bottom. The problem is the guy at the top on the Chiefs is just different. He is far and far away better than anybody else that San Francisco has on their roster. And he is certainly better at the quarterback position than the guy that San Francisco ran out there last night in Brock Purdy. This isn't a Brock Purdy hate fest. I know a lot of people say, well, he's a game manager. I think there's some truth to that to an extent. That doesn't mean you can't be good. And I think Brock Purdy is a solid NFL quarterback. But he could only take them so far. He took them, I think, to the heights that they could possibly have been taken with that roster against Patrick Mahomes. They got as close as you could possibly get to beating the Chiefs when it mattered most. But at the end of the day, the Chiefs are flying home from Vegas With a Super Bowl trophy. And the 49ers are going back to San Francisco with nothing. And boy, is it frustrating as as someone who looks at this through the Steelers lens, right? It looks so very unconquerable. And that's not to say the Steelers can't have a good season. If Pickett makes a jump and if they bolster some things around him... And with that defense, it's not to say that the Steelers can't go and win 11, 12 games perhaps next year. But it doesn't feel like, A, they're going to be able to beat a guy like Josh Allen when it matters most. They might not be able to go beat a guy like Burrow when it matters most. Maybe Lamar Jackson because they seem to have his number. But ultimately, 15 in red, they're not beating him. They're not beating him in the playoffs they're not beating him in an afc championship game it's not happening he's a different cat a different animal when that that time of year rolls around and you know i think someone earlier today said you know what's the one word to describe this to me it's unconquerable i think that's actually a word webster might have to be consulted for that but it, it, it just doesn't feel like the Steelers can make that leap with the quarterback that they currently have. And that's not a shot against Kenny Pickett because I don't know that any other quarterback in the NFL right now is all that suited to go and beat that guy in 15 wearing red for Kansas City. I, I don't see that. If Josh Allen, who was slinging it, could not do it. If the reigning MVP right now, Lamar Jackson, couldn't do it At home, if Tua Vailoa couldn't do it, go down the list. If the best roster in the NFL with a solid quarterback, not a great one, but a solid quarterback, the best roster in the NFL, if they couldn't do it with a 10-point lead, who can right now? This is not a perfect team in Kansas City, by any stretch, they lost games this year. They had, by their standards, a bad year, and they won the freaking Super Bowl. I don't know how, if if you're a Steeler fan tonight, and if you were a Steeler fan last night, you can look at things and say, boy, I'm really hopeful the Steelers have a shot at winning a Super Bowl in the next, I don't know, X amount of years one year, two year, five years, whatever. Now, look, there's going to be a lot of talk, I think, coming out of this Super Bowl about Mahomes v. Brady, Chiefs v. Patriots. Is this the next dynasty like that forming? Well, it is a dynasty, no no question. But there's going to be a lot of comparisons and things like that. The Patriots went a long time between Super Bowls at one point. It's like eight, eight, nine years, something like that. They went between Super Bowls. But this feels like it's far more sustainable because Mahomes is just different. And even when they were down this year, they still found a way. It is getting very Brady Patriots-like in this sense. I think a lot of people are going to start to really hate the Kansas City Chiefs. It's like, all right, well, you know, they've been there a couple of times. Now they've won a couple, and now they've won three. And Patrick Mahomes has won three, and Andy Reid has won three, and uh, now we're starting to kind of hate these guys. Andy Reid's far more likable than Bill Belichick, and there's not the the cheating scandals, I think, attached, you know, obviously to – to what the Chiefs have done here. I don't know. To me, that almost makes them even more unlikable. The fact that they've just been able to do this fair and square straight up. They haven't needed any sort of gimmick. They haven't needed any sort of uh duping of the system, if you will. They've just gone out there and, and beat you. Because they're better. Because the quarterback is better. And now if you're the Steelers, you look at your roster and you say, okay, how do we get it? to that point can we I think the answer to that is no I I don't I don't think I don't see a way that they can they will need Mahomes to be injured for them to get to where they for any team potentially right now any team to get past Kansas City in the AFC they might just need Mahomes to get injured that's what it feels like right now and boy is it just monumentally frustrating how unconquerable it all feels. Let's get your calls. 412-928-9370. I'll be here with you till 1035. Did last night kind of deliver a blow to the gut for you? Did you realize, like me, that the Steelers are just far, far, far away from getting there, from doing that, from being close to beating that? The best roster in the NFL took their best punch at Kansas City, and the Chiefs are champs. Did it crush your spirit even a little bit? Let me know. 412-928-9370. We'll dive into your calls when we come back. I'm Josh Roundtree. I'll be with you tonight. It's a fan evening show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
2: We have a special guest joining us in the studio right now. If you're, watching the, uh, if you're watching the video feed, which you can find at 937thefan.com, very, very special guest joining us. Mr. Travis Kelsey himself in studio. Who, who here had the cardboard cutout of Travis Kelsey made? That's I want to know who's responsible for that. It's uh, but it's made its way into the studio tonight. He'll be joining me throughout the duration of the show. I told you in the opening segment there. I, I walked away from last night very, I think. I don't even know if it's frustrated. It's just defeated almost when you look at this from the Steeler lens. It just doesn't feel like they can get to that point anytime soon. As long as Mahomes is on that other side and healthy, feels like it is a tall, tall, tall mountain to climb. What do you say? 412-928-9370. Let's go to, is it Adam? Adam in the car? What's up, man?
3: Hey, you want to talk about a dynasty Tomlin blew his chance when he had Ben, he had bell, he had Brown, he had that defense. That was, that was our chance for a dynasty. And that just shows you, you know, I I mean, you, you look at Kansas city, you got Mahomes, but who else does he have besides Kelsey? You know, you got Pacheco. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, the Steelers were absolutely stacked at that point in time and (laughs) Tomlin has done nothing. He did nothing with it. You know, you know, one trip to the Super Bowl. Right. And it's sad, really.
2: And what it reminds me of almost, and appreciate the call, man. thank you. What it reminds me of almost is is Michael Jordan. I think Romo made some sort of Michael Jordan comment when he totally blew the winning touchdown call. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But it kind of reminds me of Jordan. Like, Jordan had his Pippen. Mahomes has his Kelsey the other guys eh, was there really a lot to write home about yeah Dennis Rodman was a good rebounder and you know you had Steve Kerr and you had Kukoc and Longley like you had you had good players but not it wasn't a great roster around the top guy it was respectable but it, it wasn't great but what does everybody always say about Michael Jordan what did Michael Jordan do Joel what do they always say about Jordan? He was the best at making others around him better, better, right? That's what they always say about Michael Jordan. And that is now ringing very, very true with Patrick Mahomes. I've wanted for a long time for – I've wanted to find the holes in Mahomes' game. I I, I guess I kept feeling like, hey, this has been a really good run. Is it going to last for a decade? It is. It's go- – yes, It's not slowing up. He is the modern-day Michael Jordan. He is the best quarterback in the NFL. He's the best player, I think, in the NFL, period. And even when he's not good, which for a lot of that game last night, I didn't think he was all that good. Even when he's not good, they weren't that great all year. Even when he's not good, he still finds a way to win a dagum championship. I mean, it is crushing. I think if you're the rest of the NFL tonight to know that you're just you're you're constantly going for the bridesmaid and you'll never be the bride. That's not to say that he's going to win a Super Bowl every year. That that hasn't happened. But at this point it's starting to feel like they're going to at least be there every year, right? Unless he goes down injured they're probably going to be either in the AFC championship game or in the Super Bowl, and it's becoming very, very difficult to think that a team like the Steelers is going to be able to, to climb that mountain and topple it. Let's go to Mike in Pittsburgh up next. What's up, Mike?
3: Hey, how are you? Good. What's going on? Uh, you were saying before about you know, you're still on that topic about Mahomes being you know, the elite player, which he, I agree he is. But I think Purdy played well enough yesterday to beat the Chiefs. If it wasn't for the fumble from McCafferty at the end, or in the end near the end zone, uh, and also the must punt.
2: Yeah, but so look, so the, the Chiefs made their mistakes too, right? Yeah. I mean they and, had a, they had a costly fumble in the game. I mean they had their issues too. But at the end of the day, it was Mahomes who made. He made the big play. They needed a touchdown drive. Right. He not, got I'm them not, a, he got them a I'm touchdown drive. That
3: point at, I'm not arguing that point at all, but I'm saying if is, is, you know, that's that's at least three points with McCaffrey fumbling where he fumbled. And then who knows what would have happened with the Muff. That turned into seven for them also. They don't do that. That's seven points off the board right there.
2: Yeah. The city. Yeah, no Mike, I I, I, I get right? your point. But i I think we can play the what if this happened game all night sure. long with, with, night with long. Pl- plays in that game, but at the end of the day, it comes down to you know one quarterback. You know, it was it was just a purely a case of Patrick Mahomes being the best player on the planet when they needed him to be the best player on the planet, and, and that's yeah, what, what they you got. That
3: with any quarterback in any game, sure, sure, <laughs> but 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 but,
2: <laughs> but three times yeah, now, overall, Mike I and, think and Purdy, I played him. You think Purdy outplayed Mahomes?
3: I do. Except well, for that last except for that last touchdown.
2: Well, one of the, one of those guys is sleeping with the Lombardi tonight, and one's not, Mike. So appreciate the call, man. Thank you. Uh, I, I just look. I I don't agree with that. I mean, I didn't think I didn't think that Purdy played poorly. I, I mean, and yeah, he gave them a chance to win, but there were plays that I thought he missed. There were throws that he missed. You know, he can only be I think so good. He's a guy that has as as far as his individual ability now as a team San Francisco is good enough to win it all but but Purdy has a ceiling on how good he can be like he is not a he is not an all pro talent to me he is not a future Hall of Fame talent to me and he is t- at least right now the massive 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 beneficiary of a great, great roster, an exceptional roster that they have. And and I I know a lot of people have made those you know system quarterback claims and game manager this and I I understand why people say that because look he was the last pick in the draft they do have a great roster I'm around him. I won't. I, I won't, won't
0: deny. Which is why
2: I developed that. What's going on here? Did you? Michael Sarah started talking there. Sorry about that. Anyways, Purdy is not <laughs> Purdy is not I think the the quote unquote game manager. He's not a game manager. He's a game director is what he is. Like he's been he's been bumped up to director status to me, but he's he's not the CEO either. I mean, he is what he is. There's there's a limit on how good that guy can be because he's just simply not dynamic enough on his own. Like Mahomes I mean, the, the throw that he made to Hardman, not not the game winner, The any quarterback I think could have made the game winning throw to Hardman there, but the one that, that he rolled out to his left and threw it back across his body, body in the first half, it was like a 52 yard or whatever, got them in field goal position, that was a throw that Brock Purdy can't make. He can't make that throw. And look, that's okay. Like, you can win games in the NFL without the ability to make a play like that. That's, that's not what I'm saying here, but... He does have a cap on how good he could be. Purdy last night, 23 of 38, 255 yards, a touchdown. He ran for 12 yards. Mahomes last night, 34 of 46, 333 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. He also had nine carries for 66 yards. The guy had 399 yards of total offense and accounted for two touchdowns, including the game-winning touchdown in overtime. When the other guy only settled for a field goal, he went and got the game-winning touchdown. So, you're going to tell me that you thought Purdy outplayed Mahomes last night? Mahomes had 80 more passing yards and, uh, what, like 54 more rushing yards. And guess what? He's sleeping with the Lombardi Trophy tonight. And Purdy isn't. And that's where quarterbacks, we can talk about stats and all that. Ultimately, right, this is where we measure quarterbacks. It's the biggest knock on a guy like Dan Marino. The fact that he didn't win one. It's the biggest feather in the cap of a guy like Montana or Bradshaw, who won four. You know, that is how we measure quarterbacks, like it or not. It's not always fair. It's not. And Purdy played a solid game last night, but he did not outplay Patrick Mahomes. I thought Mahomes had one sort of disastrous throw, the interception, early on. And other than that, I, I didn't really see a lot of weaknesses there. I didn't see a lot of poor play. I thought they threw everything that they had at him. They sacked him three times. They were in his face. They flushed him out of the pocket. You know what the best play to me of the the game was? It was the fourth down play. It was that option play on fourth down. I mean, not only the ability to execute it, but the you-know-whats to call that in that moment. I kept saying, fourth and inches, QB sneak it. Fourth and inches, just the tush push. We've been talking about the tush push all year. People are sick of the tush push, and they. I, I kept saying run it. They can't stop that. And what do they do? They didn't run it, but they ran a, a brilliant play call, where they faked the handoff. They had a, essentially a triple option kind of play. It was a, a a read option with the ability to go throw the football to Kelsey, their best, you know, their best weapon, their second best player. They had a chance to get him the football, or Mahomes could have just kept it and run with it. And you know, I think it was Romo, one of the, you know rare intelligent points that he made throughout the course of the game last night. But Romo said that's something they haven't really done all year. You know, they in those situations throughout the regular season, they hand off the ball. And, and they were just sort of keeping that in the back pocket. And that's, to me, I think what makes Kansas City particularly frustrating right now, if you're a Steeler fan, is it's not just Mahomes. It's the combo of Reed and Mahomes. And he's not done, and Mahomes certainly isn't anywhere close to being done, and they're not done because of it. That combination makes them insurmountable for a team like the Steelers and maybe for the rest of the AFC. Let's go to Rob and West Mifflin up next year. What's up, Rob?
4: Ain't nothing, man. I'm last caller. You, you, you got to start breathalyzing some of these guys, man. <laughs> I don't, I, I, what was he watching? Like, like, like you said, Purdy didn't play bad, and I agree. He started out perfect, and he went four for his next 14. But Mahomes willed his team to victory, man. He almost had 400 yards total offense. Yeah. Like, like, like come on, man. The
2: way, the, the way that Mahomes used his legs, too. I mean, look, he had more passing yards. He had one more touchdown. He did have one more interception. But the way that Mahomes used his legs in a couple of really critical moments in that game uh, it ended up being the difference and it ended up being the reason that Kansas City won, ultimately.
4: Yeah, I told my cousin, that four-for-one play. I said, they're not taking the ball out of the best player's hands, man. They're not going to do it. No. He said, what do you mean? I said, I, he's going to... Well, I didn't call that particular play, but I said, they're probably going to go shotgun. Like, the ball got to be in his hands. They're not handing that ball off. No. You know, and, and I don't understand why the... the, the people around here and I heard it this morning on the 937 how can you get tired of winners? Who's tired of seeing somebody win? If the Steelers are winning like this, people around here wouldn't be saying up. Listen. We oh, well, the, the rob, the, the reason that people are
2: tired of it is because they're jealous.
4: Exactly. I mean, that's, that's
2: I'm straight up with you. Like that's that's what it is. I mean, that's why I'm that's why I'm frustrated with them because I'm jealous. I, if my team was out there winning 3 Super Bowls, I'd be like, "Hey, Let's let's keep this thing going for sure, but it's it's jealousy, man. It, it, it flat out it is jealousy of of the Chiefs, and that's why it's frustrating, and that's why people are going to hate them.
4: I know. One more quick point. I'm sitting here watching with my said, Guess what? I named ten quarterbacks. I said if we can go, people. Oh, Tannehill. We can't go into the season with uh, uh, Kenny Pickett and Ryan Tannehill. They go against
2: these guys in AFC? What's the other option, though, man? Like uh, Justin Fields? I'm, I'm, I'm making a splash. If you put Justin Fields' name up, I'm not saying he's
4: he's, he's going to top any of them guys. At least it, it puts a, a ripple effect in the into what we're going through. We can't go into the season with, with Kenny Pickett and Ryan Chalier. Even if you make a splash, I don't, even if he doesn't do that good. I mean, but at least give us a chance. Yeah, the name is Justin Fields, and the AFC gives us a chance. Yeah, we're I, a, I, I up don't, up I up don't, numbers. Rob,
1: I don't, I don't
2: know though, man. Like, and appreciate the call. Thank you. I, 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 does Justin Fields make the Steelers better? Yes. Does it make them better than the Chiefs? Better than the Bills? Better than the Bengals? Better than the Ravens? Even though they they did beat the Ravens. Does it make them that much better than those teams ultimately, like in the big picture of the AFC? I don't think so. I mean, if we're if we're in this to say, hey, let's get this team as good as we possibly can, then yeah, that 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 makes sense. And I'm not look, if that's your mindset, I, I can't argue with that. I, I can't argue with anybody that says they got to do all they can to make this team as good as possible right now. I, I get that. But I'm also looking at it in in this sense. Do you start trading assets, uh, assets trying to make splashes in you know free agency or the trade market or, or whatever? Do you start getting adventurous like that to just get incrementally better, or you do it to put? Do you do it to put you over the top? And I don't think that move puts them over the top. I, I, I it, you know, Justin Fields is better than Kenny Pickett right now. I'm not denying that, but. I don't know that it makes it takes them from where they are right now. A team that you know can get to the playoffs, but's probably probably one that's going to get routed in the playoffs. Does it take them from there to a contender? I don't think there's any realm of possibility where that's true. Jason and Oakmont up next on the fan. What's up,
5: Jason? Yeah, buddy, I got to push back a little bit on your Mahomes and, and Purdy stuff. Now I'm not disagreeing overall about Mahomes' greatness. I do think he's greatness, but I honestly thought he played his worst Super Bowl out of all of them last night. I thought he was way better in the Tampa Bay game than he was in this one, and I'm going to tell you why
2: well I'm not look I'm not saying this was a, a great game by Mahomes, but I think it was better than Purdy and the guy well, with the Lombardi the trophy right now, I think that that says it all yeah, he, it, he made the plays and won the I think game. it
5: was the it was the defense more so than it was him though. I mean, let's look at this. Look at the first half, okay? He was doing nothing yeah. until Greenlaw went out. Kelsey couldn't even get open. They picked on that sec. I forget who the second stringer is for um, who, who came in the game for Greenlaw. But they started picking on him. That's why Kelsey had the 93 yards in the second half. Yeah. And also, let's remember, Mahomes came out in the second half through one of the worst interceptions maybe in his career. That was an awful read. It was triple coverage. And the ball wasn't even where the receiver was. If there was nobody there, and you talk about the fifty-two yarder he hit Hartman with, yeah, he yeah he has the arm strength to make that throw. But that was a defensive breakdown. That ball should have been picked too. Both safeties were there. To one safety just lost it. That was terribly underthrown.
2: Yeah, but 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 should have been an interceptor. Uh, look, but there's plays like that all over the field. I mean, he made I the plays.
5: That. But you like, use I, that example. I get what you're saying. But you use that example as his greatness. He got extremely lucky there. There wasn't really; good. it was actually a stupid throw. Let's be honest. I mean, he threw that crossbar. I,
2: I I don't I I don't agree with that because oh, I I think I think he he has the ability to make that throw. He made that throw. He put it exactly where it needed to be. The the, the safety made no, a wrong route on it, maybe, Jason. But but he didn't though. Watch the play again it Literally it looked like a hell of a throw, throw to me. I you know, I saw I saw very intelligent very intelligent NFL people breaking that play down today all over social media talking too. about how great <laughs> of a throw it was by Patrick Mahomes. So, I, I don't oh, know, Jason. I I'm going to lean I'm going to lean towards the experts on that who see greatness well, in that watched, throw as opposed the to the it being some sort watched. of some sort of breakdown defensively, Jason. Thanks for the call, man. appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, what are we like what are we doing here? We're poking holes in the guy that won the Super Bowl for the third time. What are we doing? It, It was his worst Super Bowl win. Big deal. Does Ben Roethlisberger's greatness get diminished because he played poorly in one of his Super Bowls? And honestly, with the exception of one really terrific drive at the end of that second Super Bowl Ben won, he was not great in that one either. He also, in a third Super Bowl appearance failed to hit a receiver on a key fourth down him and mike wallace couldn't hook couldn't hook up on that fourth down play but does that diminish here locally the view on ben roethlisberger and and how good he was as a quarterback no we can't sit here and talk about patrick mahomes you know 52 yard throw that he threw across his body across the field to hit mccall hardman to get the ball in the scoring Oh, it, w- it wasn't a good throw. Come on, man. We're going to poke holes in the guy. When every expert that breaks down film is saying, we got to talk more about this throw. This was really, really special. And we're going to say, well, you know, the defense probably should have got a pick there. Well, you know what? They didn't. You know, if the defense does exactly what they're supposed to on every play in the NFL, they're probably going to get a pick or a hand on the ball. It's the quarterback who makes the throw with the defense off a little bit, that ends up putting up big numbers, that ends up winning games, and that ends up winning championships, and that's what Mahomes did. 412-928-9370, if you want to hop in, we got Mike DeFabo from The Athletic coming up in about 20 here, so we'll talk to him, but uh, if you want to join us, we will welcome your calls. Uh, The Steelers made a little news today. We're going to talk about that as well. Some cuts and uh, some good cuts, I think, made by the Steelers today. We'll talk about that when we come back from Josh Rountree Fan
1: Evening Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today
2: I think our last caller just is punching the air right now. He's just not happy. I think he's tweeting me right now. He's just, he's fed up. He thought he was allowed to just keep screaming over me trying to talk, and we had to let him go. I let him talk for a while, though. I let him make his points, I thought, but he's not happy about it. So, apologies. Um, Let's go to AJ in Indiana. He's on the fan. What's up, AJ? Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good. What's going on?
3: Hey, I just want to talk about that last caller. He <laughs> he reminds me a lot of me when I was watching Brady go through or become the GOAT, becoming the GOAT. Um, You're just always looking for reasons to hate, right? Right. And I hate it. You know, it's like Brady is lucky this and that. And it was everything that you could, you know, because I'm a Stiller fan. Right. So, you know, I didn't want to give him any credit, but that Mahomes kid, I think we're watching the next GOAT. And uh, he's, yeah. I'm not betting against him until he loses and I don't see that happening anytime in the future near future.
2: Yeah, you know AJ, I picked the I picked the 49ers to win the game and now I'm looking back and thinking like why why did I pick against Patrick Mahomes? The guy it's right, like it's like picking against Brady Jordan in the 90s, ni- it. right? It's like picking against and, Brady, it's like picking against Jordan in the 90s. Like yeah. maybe maybe it'll happen. Like maybe the the Brady lost a couple Super Bowls obviously, but you don't want to bet against him. I mean, nope. you just don't. No. Yeah. You know,
3: it's been with my heart, and not my head, and I'm gonna learn this time. Like I'm <laughs> I'm riding Mahomes until he can't do it anymore. Yeah. You know?
2: Yep, absolutely. Well hopefully it's uh it didn't drain the bank account too much, AJ. Thanks, man. Um yeah, I mean I I just we are getting into that territory with this guy where it's like trying to bet against Jordan in the nineties or pick against Jordan, whatever you wanna call it. You know, You start picking little holes in the issues, right? Well, You know, Dennis Rodman flew off to Vegas. Are they, you know, can can they win? Well, no, because they still have that guy. They still have Jordan. How crazy of a story is that, by the way? Speaking of Vegas and the Bulls, like Dennis Rodman was just like, eh, you know what? I'm going to go to Vegas. I know we got a game, but I'm going to go to Vegas. And uh, I'll catch you guys later. I mean, just... An all time move. Didn't uh, Manziel try to pull that stunt? Johnny Manziel, he tried to, remember, he tried to uh, go to Vegas and he had the fake mustache on? Remember that whole story? And someone spotted him at like a blackjack table or something in Vegas? And then that was kind of the end of Manziel. We don't really talk about how absolutely hilarious it was that Johnny Manziel went to Vegas during the NFL season and wore a disguise. And thought that he was going to get away with it. It's so stupid that I honestly kind of respect it. I mean, to be that brazenly idiotic and to think that you're going to pull that off. It's a real, real special kind of move. I watched the documentary, the Manziel documentary. It was pretty good. A lot of it is basically, I mean, the guy still kind of seems like a clown to be totally honest. It doesn't really seem like he's that, you know, great changed person or anything like that. He's still kind of partying with the boys a little bit, you know, which is fine. It's okay to party with the boys every now and then, but it also kind of ruined his entire career. But I guess he has enough money from his family that it really doesn't matter all that much for that guy. Yeah, I, just, I we just get to a point with guys like Mahomes and Brady and, you know, I, I, I throw michael jordan into this tier as well because you know i was young when this was going on but i remember people i think jordan was maybe a little bit more universally beloved than say brady was Like i think brady was more of the the villain role where jordan was more of, of the superhero and, and it's kind of amazing and, and i think people do it with lebron james now too i would throw him into that mix as well like lebron james is maybe the greatest basketball player ever, if not one, he is, I think, two. And people say, well, you know, he turns the ball over or, you know, he takes bad shots or he complains to the officials or we we poke these holes in greatness, and I think we just do it because we're haters. We're just haters at the end of the day. And we're jealous at the end of the day because if that guy played for the team that we love we would love him and we wouldn't pick the holes in it but what we're seeing right now with people try to try to go after Mahomes and say he got lucky with this and you know that should have been an interception here and, and all that and we can talk about every play in any NFL game saying this should have happened if everything worked out perfectly this should have gone this way we can do that on every play, but what it comes down to is, you're just mad. <laughs> you're just mad that he does not play for the Steelers because if he played for the Steelers, uh, who was it, Jason in, in Oakmont? Is that who it was? You would be saying right now if he played for the Steelers that that crossbody throw that you know got down to McCall Hardman or you know Calvin Austin or whoever it would have been in the Steelers world. That was one of the great plays in the Super Bowl, one of the great plays in Super Bowl history, one of the best throws ever. You wouldn't be saying, well, you know, the defensive back, you know, he probably should have intercepted that ball. You wouldn't be saying that if, if that guy was wearing black and gold instead of red and gold. You just wouldn't. You're a hater. You're jealous. It is what it is, and that's fine because I get it. I get why you're jealous. I'm jealous of the guy too. I wish he played on my favorite team, right? I do. Like, I wish Connor McDavid played for the Penguins right now. <laughs> I wish Shohei Otani played for the Pirates. That ain't happening. And I'm jealous over it. It's okay. But we don't need to make, you know, we don't need to live in this world where we we pick apart every little should've, could've, would've thing that happens and try to... Diminish the greatness of the guy because that's what he is. He's he's modern day Michael Jordan right now. He is, and I don't love it, but I I recognize it, and you got to recognize it too. Jeff and Cranberry up next. What's up, Jeff?
3: Hey, I I was calling about another point, but I, I do think in general I can get behind the the brilliance of of Andy Reid and Mahomes and enjoy a little more than I ever could with Brady and uh, Belichick. Is it because I of the cheating maybe. element, Jeff? Is that what ruined part them? of it, I think that's part of it. I just think uh, it was very hard. You know, they were they were really hard on the Steelers, Brady and Belichick, and that I don't I don't think that we're not really much of a threat to the Chiefs these days. So yeah. back in those days, I think I thought we really had a chance to. <laughs> like
2: if um, you're the, if you're the Bills, if you're Bills Mafia right now, Jeff, are you having that that feeling towards Mahomes where you probably hate him no. a little bit more?
3: No, yeah, you absolutely are. Yeah, you're having the Steelers Brady feelings, I think, just because it's it's ruining your window, right? Um, I I said a question for you. I this this kicking, uh, you know, taking the ball, not kicking off in in overtime. Yeah, it, I just feel like it's a huge gap. I mean, I think it's like Chris Weber timeout kind of material, at Michigan. I mean, it completely changes your strategy. You know, if you If you let Mahomes do what he needs to do, you kick off, okay, scores, you know you have to go for it on fourth down, you know you can do anything.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.